Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Good to Know Shreveport Bossier. This is a podcast showcasing the good things happening in our community. My name is Jeff Beinfor. This is Paul Reeser. Well done. <laughs> Reeser? Spelled improperly, but it's Reeser. <laughs> Former president of the Reeser Group, Sonic Management, all that stuff, and a committee member of the, uh, or a member of the Committee of 100. He's a board member. And every week we're going to be focusing on the economic development, community growth, and other topics about initiatives having a positive impact on our community. New episodes every other Wednesday. And you can find Good to Know wherever you listen to podcasts. Today our guest is Dr. John George. He's the president and CEO of BRF. That's an economic development organization. Your bio is about as long as my arm, so I'm going to just let you tell us about yourself a little bit. Very well, more impressive than your arm, though, Jeff. No <laughs> I'll tell you guys, I'd rather skip about talking about me and go straight mm -hmm. to the BRF. I, that's why I have all this gray hair. I have, <laughs> I have way too many stories. Well, and definitely I want to get to the, the definition of BRF because that's interesting. It's an economic development um, right. organization, which is doing great things in Treeport. But you do have a very unique background, at least in the fact that you're a medical doctor and you're a very successful business person and you've... Uh, found, bought, developed, and grown over 20 hospitals in your, in your past. So, I mean, you, you have a, a, a good resume, an excellent resume. Not, well, I mean, the right arm is pretty good. You got a pretty good arm. <laughs> it's all right, right but, down here. So I, I appreciate wanting to get into the information, but I just want people to understand that you are a pretty uh, remarkable and impressive guest. Uh, I don't know what the heck you're doing on I, this show. I call, I call <laughs> if, anything, if anything, I'm lucky. I, I, I say I'm a product of Shreveport because uh, I went to school here. I went away for a little bit. I came back. I went in the oil business. I got a degree from Centenary, a uh, geology degree, and I was in the oil business for eight or nine years. Right. Of course, in the worst time ever. And um, mm. uh, I went back to medical school because we had a medical school here. And I think Shre this is a thing that Shreveport, people need to know about Shreveport. It's like, if you want to do anything in the world, it's right here to train you, to get you ready to go out in the world. And when Absolutely. I went, I got my medical degree, um, I also had, uh, uh, you know, this, this background of, uh, you know, being in the oil business, you're sort of an entrepreneur. I mean, if the, right. the oil and gas guys will tell you that's all they do is find a new uh, company to drill, go mm -hmm. do it. And raise the money, you know, do the operations, uh, satisfy all the investors, and so that's sort of the same right. thing as we. In fact, we sold uh, Life Care was the name of the company, uh, hospital, and we sold the idea of Life Care just like an oil deal. And so it, uh, it, like I said, it trained me. Uh, I trained at LSU. I think it's one of the finest institutions in the South. It, it, it uh, certainly gave me the ability to walk in anywhere and. Um, and mm. people realized I knew what I was talking about because of my <laughs> training at LSU. And I just, I mean, just a side note, LSU is a, what, what did you call that, phase one uh, emergency hospital? I mean, yeah, level one. Level trauma, one. Level trauma one trauma center. center. Yeah. Which right. there's not very many of those in the country. Right. No. So you had a BRF. It stands for Biomedical Research Foundation. Yeah. So and yet it's an it's a, it's a economic kind of an organization. So explain the dichotomy there. Yeah. So when they first started in 1986, um, it was, you know, we still have the same mission statement they had in 1986, which is, is to build and diversify our economy. And of course, that's because the oil business was in such trouble during those late mm -hmm. 80s. And so they thought, well, we need to do something. Well, one of the first things, I don't know if you all remember Pennington was being built. Mm 
And so the the forefathers of, of the BRF, Horace Lademan, mm -hmm. Virginia Sheehy, and, and the rest of the crew, I'm sure there's plenty of names I'm leaving off, Don Jones, mm -hmm. um, Bill Petrus. I mean, a lot of the guys, they said, hey, you know, what can we do to jumpstart our economy? And the easiest thing to do was to leverage LSU. They had great assets. You know, they went through the fight to get the med school here, and they said, now we need to build it. And so <clears throat> they, uh, you know, formulated this idea with Jay Bennett Johnson to 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 bring in Department of Energy money. That was back when earmarks were popular. Mm -hmm. And they earmarked, um, you know, uh, the, the uh, cyclotron in the radio pharmaceutical manufacturing business. And then what they did is they built 180,000 square foot research building around it to house it. Mm -hmm. And of course, we lease that to LSU and they do all their research there because they said, we can't do research if we don't have good lab space. And so mm -hmm. that was one of the problems they were solving. Uh, and that was all out of the Belden Daniel um, uh, you know, report they did that actually opened the port up and the BRF. Yeah. And so we did that for years. And when we, um, I actually was a board member when uh, Bobby Jindal tapped me to take the private, the public hospital private. And so my job was to find a purchaser for the public hospital. So mm -hmm. we finally, you know, it, it became clear that most people wanted it to stay local. Mm -hmm. So that left Christus and Will Snyden. Christus was going through their downsizing. I mean, right at that time, they, sh they shuttered in 2013, mm -hmm. the, the St. Mary's campus. And Willis Knighton was the only player, and we went down that road. And I think it was like April um, uh, uh, 2013 that they backed out of the deal because it was just difficult to put, get your arms around. And he felt like he well, would take, have some taking a public case. Taking a public hospital private, that was, I mean, it was ambitious. Some people thought it was a great idea. Some people thought it was a terrible idea. And you were the person, basically, you were the guy that's, that uh, I'm going to handle this, or you kind of stepped up and were, were a major part in the, in the transition of that, well, right? One thing I've been doing, I was doing this for like 30 years. So, right. so Aaron Selber and Donald Zadick and Ike Muslow sort of were my mentors on the LSU side. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that encouraged me to get on the board of LSU, Board of Supervisors of LSU, to take care of our hospital up here. I mean, they mm -hmm. realized that our uh, LSU Medical Center and hospital were you know, one of our biggest economic drivers and right. we needed to take care of it. So they encouraged me to do that. <clears throat> I was on an advisory committee for 10 years before that with Aaron, that Aaron Selber put me on. Um, you know, Mr. I worked for Mr. Zadick in the oil business for eight years. So I, I you know, was close to Mr. Zadick. And mm -hmm. so those two guys were the ones that really sort of set the stage to try to, to do something for LSU and the medical school to make it a, a, a better place. So I've been down to the, your facility a couple of times. Pretty impressive, I might add. It's pretty neat. Uh, but I was down there to do some stories on the uh, EAP. The, right. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? The yeah, entrepreneurial celebration program. And uh, young kids really were coming right. up with some really cool things for the future. Uh, so you have various units within BRF. Kind of explain some of those and then that EAP program. Yeah, so to answer your first question, you know, the reason that we, we changed our name really, we, we're, we're Northwest Biomedical Research Foundation, and it sort of limited us. And so when I came back, took over the hospital, and 
um, you know, my job was to find an, an operator, which we ultimately found Oshners was the end of, was mm -hmm. the was the group to come in. Um, I realized that you know there were things missing that LSU needed on the outside, and one of those things was what I call translational medicine. I don't call it, it that's the terminology for it's translational medicine, and that's taking things from the bench top to the market. Mm -hmm. And um, as you'll see, um, uh, there's a big case to for the New Orleans Hospital, New Orleans Cancer Center to be the NCI, National Cancer Institute designation. And one of the things that you need to have that designation is a translational medicine component to it, where you can take things that are drugs that are found out to the market. And so, um, so when I first took over the hospital, I knew that I wouldn't be operating the hospital forever. So one of the things that we wanted to do was start the Entrepreneur Acceleration Program, which is, had sort of always sort of been there in theory, but it wasn't practicing. And so, um, you know, uh, I set it up. I brought um, uh, Dave Smith in from Washington, D.C., there's a fellow named uh, John Sibley Butler who would always be in the uh, uh, at the LSU games with me at the uh, Lyde Cook Hotel, and I would always hear him talking about entrepreneurship. And one time I brought him in. I said, "Hey, I want to talk to you about. I think you're you, you got my my shower mic. You're you're, you're, <laughs> you're talking you're talking my language and my ideas." And come to find out, John Sibley Butler was the uh, first uh, band member, uh, African-American band member of the LSU band, and he hmm. was the, the reigning director of IC Squared, which is the Entrepreneur Acceleration Program for University of Texas. Okay. So it couldn't mm -hmm. have been a better match. Right. And so, mm -hmm. uh, in talking to John, I hired him to come up and, and help with Dave, and we were running the hospital at that time, so I had Alvarez and Marsal was our consultant out of New York, and so I had them bring in their um, financial analyst to help us model what we were trying to do. And uh, John's middle name is Sibley, like Sibley Lake, and mm -hmm. uh, Natchitoches. So John, and Dale Sibley was the CAO uh, of the city. And he saw okay. him out at dinner and he said, what are you doing here? And he goes, well, I'm trying to help these guys stand up a entrepreneur acceleration program. And uh, Dale Sibley was uh, Cedric Glover's CAO and said, what can we do to help? And so that sort of like, well, you know, yeah. money always helps. And so <laughs> they gave yeah, us some does. money from them giving us some money. The Caddo Parish Commission gave us some money and we mm -hmm. launched the uh, uh, entrepreneur acceleration. So if program. I'm like, I have an idea. Uh, I come to you and say, I've got whatever for some new kind of widget. Right. Help me get this thing off the ground. How's that work? Right. So, um, you, you know, you can come to the BRF. There's lots of different ways you can do it. We set up a program called the Launch Network. Uh, I want to give Dave Smith the credit for this. Dave set up the Launch Network where you can go on the Internet and go to Launch Network and type in whatever you're doing and whatever you want, and it comes mm -hmm. to the BRF. And then we've made a partnership with 87 economic development um, um, organizations across North Louisiana, and we screen them and we get them to the right place. And then mm -hmm. the ones that fit what we do stay at the BRF, which are, you know, uh, we want um, things that are going to stay in Caddo Bossier Parish. We want to stay, we want to, uh, DeSoto and, and Webster also, that's sort of our region. Mm -hmm. We want, um, we want it to be expandable and, you know, so it's not just a one Sonic, it's, you know, 20 Sonics. And <laughs> right. so we want, you Never know, heard of it. Yeah, and we want, you know, we want some 
presence here, the headquarters. You know, we're not opposed to for people that have something that's going to go outside our area, but we want the headquarters and the money coming back here. I tell people, all right, life care is a perfect example. We had three hospitals in Shreveport, but we had 20, you know, or seven, eight. 18, we actually had 21, so we had 18 out other places, and mm. those 18s, mm. the reason we brought a lot of money home and, and spread it around to a lot of investors that helped us get off the street. So right. that's the, 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 the process that right. we think, and, and we try to help these guys do it. Well, you guys are doing all kinds of stuff. I'm looking through the notes here. Digital Media Institute. To, well, to, to, and and I, think, I think just kind of a summary, because I watched your video. If you go to the website, go to the BRF website and watch this 10-minute video that kind of gives a summary of all the things that you're involved in. Right. And the last thing you say, uh, I wrote it down here because the memory, you know. Uh, anyway, yeah, we know. Go the ahead. BRF is one of the most misunderstood organizations in the community. And I think that starts out with what it, it started out as a biomedical research and now it's all, all, all the economy. But, you know, let's talk about just some of the different resources because you guys go out and you attract businesses and bring them in. Right. You have an incubator basically is what it sounds like to me where you can take local entrepreneurs who have an idea, like Jeff brings you his widget, his weather right. widget, yep. sports forecasting widget, yes, and uh, works well, all those add. things. <laughs> right. And then, but then you not only help them get them to the resources to develop it, you also try to help them give resources to keep that business here locally. Right. Um, is this, it's fascinating. So what are all the different areas that you guys really are involved in? Just kind of, kind of over, overview. Yeah, so we, we, uh, we manage 400,000 square feet of uh, real estate and most of it's specialized real estate so we don't compete with, with uh, our local real estate guys but like we have mm -hmm. all this lab space and even the Intertech was lab space and we've changed it over to incubator space. And so we have an incubator, we have an accelerator, we have all the pieces and parts, you know, mm -hmm. for innovation. And so, um, you know, from that, from, from, from that 400,000 square feet, that's where we derive our revenue. And then we use that revenue to help, you know, help the city, help, help entrepreneurs, help. We, we believe that wealth creates wealth. So, you know, mm -hmm. the people that have the money are willing to spend it in Shreveport to help local entrepreneurs do what they need to do is a beautiful thing. I mean, I, I, I mean, I give Shreveport all the credit for my success because I were raised, born, trained here, mm -hmm. went off, opened these hospitals up, went to the venture capital route, saw the things, and I want to bring it back to my my hometown. Yeah. I'm not the only guy that wants to do that. There's yeah, right. lots of guys that want to do that. Do you have any off the top of your head, might be putting you on the spot here, any success stories through these programs? Uh, we got tons of success stories. Um, you know, and when I say guys, I mean guys and girls. We have sure. guys and girls. We have, uh, <laughs> you know, all races. Everybody's welcome at the BRF. You cannot, one of the things about what we do, and I try to tell my guys, is that you can't, you know, it's not, it's not cookie cutter. Everything is a little right. bit different. You know, if you're selling Sonic, it's not the same thing as selling a medical device. And so you got to have right. those those operational nuances to you know. And so what the BRF really is, is we're a support group, but we're operational savvy. And so all the guys that work for me, all are operational savvy. And so we, we have operational meetings every every month into that. We have, you know, our, our a finance guy that's a comptroller that's in there. So we have... Um, reason we can do so much, you asked, is we have, you know, we have these resources, and then we we let our executive directors have their budget, and we let them run, and then we monitor, and we say, okay, mm -hmm. this is what we want you to hit, 
like DMI, DMI's Digital Media Institute. Mm -hmm. That was organized when the movie business and the tax credits, and we didn't have a we didn't have right. enough um, support for the movie business. And of course, you know, we still don't have enough support. Right. But those guys have grown from one one course, and now they teach four courses. They're two-year courses. They're they're they spread out to all over the state, and this year we spread out all over the United States. And wow. we'll have our largest class, and we'll have about somewhere close to sixty people uh, learning about digital media, programming for gaming, uh, social um, social media stuff that mm -hmm. they teach. I mean, it, you know, I, I'm not an expert in any right. of these things, sure. but I have an expert that does that. So yeah. Digital mm -hmm. Media Institute is, is one of those things that we started because we saw the need. And so, and it's cutting edge. We're talking 3D, you know, video production. People, people are doing, uh, like you say, it, it's all digital reproduction, but it's used in the movies because most movies now are mostly digital. That's right. And um, so they're it's, on, a, it's an amazing facility. Right. Right here in Shreveport. Right. Come on. <laughs> we have a green room. People make their... Uh, you know, do all their stuff. Oh, I'm right good here. in the green room, man. Yeah, well, they, <laughs> I'm they can make it up in the background <laughs> for you. And then I'm seeing Center. See, now this sounds more like uh, biomedical research. Center for Molecular Imaging and Therapy. So that's the original um, focus. Uh, when when Jay Bennett Johnson um, got the earmark, put it here in Shreveport. It it was you know to do radio manufacturing. It was the one of four in the United States. So it was absolutely cutting edge in 1995. Now we made one drug which is called FDG and we're going into that I'll fumble that up but <laughs> the uh, uh, it's become a commodity okay mm -hmm. so instead of competing with everybody in the world and doing our imaging which the imaging the manufacturing is different than the imaging the imaging we do for LSU and Oshners we're there PET scan imaging um, facility, but the uh, radio pharmaceuticals, we, we, we make uh, 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 17 new products now, or we're going, let's, let me rephrase that, we're still in the process of moving into the new facility. Mm -hmm. When the new facility's here, we'll be able to make 17, 18, 18 uh, new products, and we can make those all at the same time. We have a capacity, right now we can do maybe one or two at the same time, and we have to shut down our FDG to make fluoridopa and some other things like that. Now we can make 18 at the, all at the same time, if we ever, we would probably never need to make that many, but, mm -hmm. but we, we make uh, radio pharmaceuticals that are used in you know uh, the regular PET scan and um, gene therapy, uh, cancer research, and cancer treatment. So uh, it's more uh, they're building molecules over there to image. They're building molecules over there to treat, uh, and and wow. we're sending molecules. We're sending right now. We're sending molecules to um, up to Boston. So they're doing research in Boston, and they have to come mm -hmm. to Shreveport and get our stuff. In fact, uh, our physicist is from Duke, and he, he, he gets a big kick out of jabbing his buddies at Duke because we're sending drugs to Duke <laughs> for them now. Mm -hmm. And so that's... Uh, to the world-famous Duke Medical School. Right. Huh? It's, it's, uh, yeah. And, and so we, it really, we've maintained the cutting edge by building this new facility um, and, and, and fostering these new 
what I call boutique radio pharmaceuticals. I mean, the, the variety of things that you guys are involved in is staggering and, and very impressive. Well, it's because yeah. we have good leadership. You know, I, I, like I say, I, I'm a, uh, a jack of all trades, a master of none, and, <laughs> but I, I, I think I have good people. And if you look at the people that we put in these spots, they do really good jobs. Uh, uh, the Gargs who built the, the, the center force recently retiring, but they've set it up where, you know, all the people underneath them, we're running, you know, with no hiccups, we're still mm -hmm. putting this together, and we're, we're going to be recruiting a, uh, you know, nationally known scientist in, we've been talking to Oshers to help us, and I'm hoping LSU will get involved in it, and, um, you know, to find the right guy for the cutting edge of whether it be, you know, cancer research, cancer treatment, or, um, uh, gene therapy, which you know, mm -hmm. I would never even imagine that that yeah, radio yeah. pharmaceuticals be gene therapy. So, what what are all these high th tech so high tech developments? You're bringing in this scientist. You're bringing in people to work um, at the BRF. It is, what impact is that having to bring in these type of you know high paying jobs, and then also the um, the, the the businesses that you're helping develop, what are they bringing in as yeah. far as that's a great development? So so one that's a great question because Come most on. people Did don't. You hear that? Most hey, people, I don't believe it. I most people don't. What what the BRF really does is we're building ecosystems. Okay, we're right. building the ecosystems in each area. So when we see there's a hole in something, like if we see the Digital Media mm -hmm. Institute would be a perfect example. We see the okay we have. You know, they give them plenty of tax credits. They got a building over there, but do they have the workforce to do it? Right. No. So we put that effort in there, as as some of our other local colleges. You know, so we all are trying to fill this in. But that's just an example of what we do in the in the uh, <clears throat> in the um, science area with uh, healthcare. Well, so you mm -hmm. know, we have uh, I don't know if Alpha Sigma building. We have a manufacturing Alpha Sigma. We re they recruited Hershey's. Mm -hmm. Hershey sold Alpha Sigma. We have them there. We're out recruiting now. Well, I'll tell you about Shreveport next, and we target. Yeah. Um, industries that we try to help bring to help fill in these holes to diversify our economy. Mm -hmm. That's what we were built to do, so that's what we're doing. That would, by the way, I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but that would be an incredible marketing phrase. We build ecosystems. Yeah. You would get people's attention with that. Well, that's what we do. I mean, so we'll, we'll take that. I hope, so, <laughs> hope somebody's watching that in my office. <laughs> we build ecosystems. Yeah. Right. I mean, even I'm if you're not down. paying attention, that's going to grab right. your attention. Well, I think people, like I said, we're very misunderstood. Uh, I know when when we they were uh, recruiting Justin for the, the NLEP, they kept saying, "Well, you know, we're gonna you're gonna compete." And we're like, "No, we're not. We're not even close to that. We don't even right. do sites." You right. know, Justin does a whole mm. different thing, and Justin mm. and I are, are, are great friends, and he's doing a great job. Um, Justin Dixon. Another, Justin Dixon. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's great that that all of these different organizations that are doing so much to try to build up and bring attention and bring industry to Shreveport, you're working together instead of fighting against oh, each yeah. other. We we we're Bozier's working with us. We're going to have a, good, a a nice announcement coming over in Bozier. We work with the port. We probably have seven or eight deals over there. You know, like two hundred million dollars worth of deals if you could get them all. You know, mm -hmm. and and so the port is really a great great asset you know we've had we we uh we go the extra mile uh for example via via energy we're trying to get be energy to put a methanol plant there <clears throat> 
it would bring up it would double the traffic at the port so it's more than just mm. we want a methanol plant yeah. it, it's like if we can get this methanol plant it will double the traffic it will make the civil engineers pay more attention it'll give give uh, Eric England at the port more more Provence about you know what we can do at the port and really? those kind of yeah. things and so that's the BRF does and we can go through all the things if y'all like well I mean all these things do they all fit under that heading of Shreveport next kind of fill so, us in well that's you know I think you know that's a great that's another great question and we talk about it all the time whether we whether we change our name totally or not but um, you know we uh, Shreveport next as uh, we recruited uh, an economic development guy to come in and to go out instead of waiting so like for a site management person waiting for somebody mm -hmm. to come through through LED to, to, to bring you a deal, we're out there pinging people. And we'll take anything from one person business mm -hmm. to we're saying about a 500 person business. Cause I don't mm -hmm. want to get, I don't want to get into site management, but I want to get companies moving here. And <clears throat> we, we're, I think we're making great headway, like mm -hmm. we're saying. Shreveport Next, Ryan Culp is our ED, and I don't micromanage Ryan. I give him a budget, and I let him go, and he's brought in, you know, he's seen 200 CEOs in the last wow. two years. So wow. if nothing else, 200 That's CEOs know where mm -hmm. Shreveport is and know that yeah. we're in the game, mm -hmm. So I, where we weren't in the game before. And so, right. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm excited, and we've had some really good visits People coming in to look at this. Uh, I think we just announced BioFlight. We we recruited them from uh, their medical AR uh, training uh, group out of uh, Los Angeles, and we recruited them here. And they're going to have about 14 people. Mm -hmm. They uh, uh, they took office space and um, co uh, rehab. Co rehab is that what it's called downtown? Mm -hmm. And so uh, you know those are those are wins. Those are little wins, mm -hmm. but they're wins. And I can go. I mean, well, we've started about 80 companies in the last uh, eight years. We're fixing to have our uh, on the 19th. We're going to have a big um, um, you know, unveiling of 11 new mm -hmm. companies that we started. And we we do more than the companies we put on the wall, but those are the ones that that mm -hmm. we have contracts with. We raise money for, and that we have a vested interest in. And they're they're staying local. Mm -hmm. well, now you also. I'm assuming do a lot of work with Barksdale Air Force Base with the Cyber Command to try to help bring private companies to work together with them. What what's right. going on with that? So one of the things, you know, living long enough and having gray hair, I've been in every organization um, imaginable around the base. You know, and I used to ran the air show when I was the vice president of MAC. I was on the Eighth Air Force Committee or Council, and I'm uh, on Barksdale Ford now, and I was on Barksdale Ford in the past. Um, and it, there's a real, I mean, that's another one of our giant economic drivers in this community. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's so easy to, if you do it right, to leverage these organizations to bring more business here. Mm -hmm. So we always have thought that we weren't quite hitting the mark on uh, getting contractors to move here to support uh, Barks Air Force Base. So let's say, for example, and I'm probably off on my numbers, so nobody quote me, but mm. $17 billion budget into Air Force Global Strike. How much of that gets spent here? Mm -hmm. Nothing. I mean, very little. Yeah. And wow. so we go, um, so when they want, you know, 
AR, for example, one of the reasons that we are so invested in DMI is that I think three companies just recently that have gotten SBI or grants, so those are small business research grants from the Air Force, are all in AI, <coughs> AR. So they're they're seeing that training their people, you know, use this you know this vis, vis, visual aids um, mm -hmm. can help. And so we've been working with them to help. augmented reality, augmented reality. Just in case Jeff didn't pick up on that. So we we have Thanks, what we call BR hamburger flipper. We have BRF defense. And under right. BRF Defense, we have Collaboration Link. And the reason we call it Collaboration Link is because we work with STRATCOM, we work with Air Force Global Strike, we work with the community. Mm. We have we've finally uh, have two new tenants in my building, mm. Radiance Technologies, which you may have heard of because of the <laughs> Radiance Independence Bowl. We'll, yeah. We've yeah. been recruiting them for many years, and they, they, they can't have lease space in the BRF now, mm -hmm. and uh, Stevenson Stellar, we just recruited them, so those are two contractors that we have, and we hope to jumpstart our community um, you know, with more contractors, uh, and uh, we, we want to support the contractors that we have. Mm -hmm. So recently we got $37 million in appropriations, or helped secure $37 million for Air Force Global Strike, and then we work mm -hmm. with Air Force Global Strike to get seven or eight contractors in Shreveport Bossier that money. And on wow. top of that, Air Force Global Strike gave them another $50 million. So we, we, we're, you know, now we're up mm -hmm. to $90 million in money to be spent by local military contractors. Uh, and, that's impressive. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I think we're going to wrap this up in about five minutes. But just talking with you here for the last 30 minutes or so, I can tell you you're really passionate about what yes. you do and where you're at. And I'm, I had a note here that said about a year ago you gave a very impassioned speech about Shreveport Bossier. So tell us about that. Well, I just, like I said, I'm a Shreveport product. I mean, I, I, mm -hmm. I, 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 I have I, I, I've done for my family what every, everybody wants to do for their families. I've, I've, I've made money, I've provided, mm -hmm. and I want to give back. and. I'll tell you when when after I went out into the world and raised money and you know uh, you know I you know we we sold the Carlisle Group. I mean I tell people I'm the luckiest man in the world. I sold sold the Carlisle uh, three weeks before Katrina hit and took out three <coughs> three of my hospitals. Wow. And so I uh, you know seeing that I realized that you and you and and anybody out there in Shreveport can can play with anybody else in the world if you're trained right if you're mm -hmm. passionate if you like what you do you can absolutely do what anybody else does in any other city in this country mm -hmm. and we can do it right here and I think Shreveport is you know it's a nurturing it's it's big enough to where you have a little exposure and it's small enough that you feel like it's a community and mm -hmm. I think that that's that's the secret sauce to raising a good family and and breeding great businesses and I right. you know and I there's been many that have come out of Shreveport and we take it for granted I mean I, I, go ahead I'm sorry. well I mean I, th I think you've done a lot to demystify BRF for me like I said <laughs> it is misunderstood but I think you've done a lot to help us understand I know you can go to that website I'm gonna put the link in our description to go watch that 10-minute video to kind of really talk about all the things you've done very impressive but I know your goal is the future building for the future not just the present or the past. So how would you see, I would say, to kind of wrap up, 
And, and then, Jeff, of course, you'll ask a great finishing question because he's a professional. <laughs> yeah. But my, my question is, how do you see, like, the near future, like five years, ten years out, what is happening in Shreveport? What, what's, what's the development yeah. of Shreveport, Bozier, in your, in your view? I think that Shreveport is poised to be, like, <clears throat> one of the next great cities in the United States. And you laugh, but I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. That was so, a happy <clears throat> smile. That was a smile of encouragement. Well, I mean, everybody, like, really? <laughs> not a laugh. But, the, uh, you know, we, we, we're, we're sitting right here. You know, Kansas City Railroad and uh, Canadian Pacific just made a deal. You can go from Canada to, to Mexico city direct mm. without changing cars okay we have a international airport here we know we got i-49 we got i-20 I and we might get i-69 and the best thing we have going is the port and we don't utilize it and it's been there for you know 20 years and we haven't utilized it properly and i think that you're going to see with the efforts that that we're all doing that you're going to see a lot of activity like i said we have seven deals working at the port right now and justin's got some big things coming we got and so all this stuff is positive and as we build momentum you're going to see it even people are going to start noticing they're going to go oh you know we're sitting on i-20 uh with the you know the the internet corridor i mean all fiber comes down i-20 it's just a shoot right. off here the railroad I've, I've already said it but yeah. anyway it, it's and we have the training you know you can get be a doctor you can go you can be an engineer you i mean you can do anything right. that you want right here so are these the things when you're trying to recruit businesses here these are the things you talk about absolutely i we, we we didn't get it but we tried to get an electric airplane company come in here and it was pretty big and the state gave us a lot of money and i told the guy i said i said look if you want to go to Wichita or you want to go somewhere where they already have all this stuff and compete, go ahead. But if you come to Shreveport, you start, you're going to be involved in something that's special. Mm -hmm. And you watch. I'm telling you right now, it's, ha it's going to happen. And I see it coming. Uh, we just have to lay the foundation for it. Um, you know, we have uh, the, the right mix of people. I mean, uh, you know, our community is, uh, you know, is uh, multicultural. Uh, the base is the largest bomber base in the world, mm -hmm. and they bring people in here, and, and every year we have 600 people or 700 people retiring from Barksdale, and they have all sorts of talents, and lots mm -hmm. of them stick. Right. Yeah. A lot of them stick, and if we mm -hmm. had more things for them to stick, they would. If you listen to Radiance Technologies, uh, Bill Bailey's speech at the Independence Bowl the other night, he said, I'm, I, I owe my life to uh, the change in my life to Barksdale Air Force and Shreveport. And this, wow. and this uh, Independence Bowl, uh, I wanted to get my name out, and this Independence Bowl has done it in you know tenfold. He didn't quite say it like that, but I, yeah. uh, but, Paraphrasing. I, but he's <laughs> told me that in private, and I told him, uh, I sent him a text, and I said, Bill, you know, it, you, you're very gracious, and, uh, but it, it's, not, it's easy to tell the truth. Yeah. Look, you got me fired up. Well, you, you, I, I, you know, I love your energy and yeah, your enthusiasm. Yeah, it's exciting. But when you're making these pitches and you're telling everybody all the good things about why they should come here, what are the objections? You know, um, there's always objections, I, I, and but you have to answer them, right? Yeah. So I think the like like they want people that want to come here want to be on the front edge of something, okay? And it's not you know, so people are like, well. Oh, it's got to be crime that's keeping it. Mm -hmm. Well, you think Chicago does a better job of economic development than Shreveport? Mm -hmm. I'd say yes. 
and they got a heck of a lot more crime than we do. <laughs> they had three. I mean, you know, you say, well, per capita, but man, crime is bad in, in, in mm. Chicago. I do a lot of business up there and, and, and they had uh, Memorial Day. Uh, was it Memorial Day? It was Labor Day. Labor Memorial Day. Day. Mm. They had 300. I mean, there was 350 yeah. shootings in the country and they had 62 of them or something like that. We had two, you know, we haven't had a murder in 55 days or something like that. Our, mm -hmm. our crime is bad because we're so used to it being good, but it's it's like this all over the country. So those are not the stumbling blocks. Our stumbling blocks are our negativity, you know, and uh, we've kind of gone on a campaign. I, I will tell y'all, I don't know if any of y'all watch Peter Zion, but he's a geopoliticist. We're having him come in January. January, I, I, I think it's the 16th. I'm not sure about that. But uh, he, he's a futurist. And I think that, that we need to start looking about what's happening and how we can make it better, how we can improve. You know, because you and I are probably not going to he be here when, when this thing really improves, but we got to set the foundation so it can. Yeah, we got to be in the game. He didn't point over here. Yeah. Well, all three of us. I mean, seriously, you know, at some point in time, you got to quit, but, you know, it's. Uh, but I think that we are seeing, I think there's a young crowd that's coming in. Like, there's not a lot of people my age, to be honest with you. There's a lot of older guys, not my age guys, but the younger guys between, I would say, 40 to 30, there's a, there's a whole bunch of them coming back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're, if yeah. you keep your eyes open, you're seeing they want change. And I think we need to help them. Yeah, well, sure. man, with your energy and your enthusiasm <laughs> and your intelligence, I don't see how you can not help them. So I appreciate you being here with us today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure meeting you and finding out all about uh, BRF, right? That's right. All right. That's no it. longer confusing. <laughs> I hope not. Thank you, Dr. John George. Thank you. And thank you for joining us for this podcast. Good to know Shreveport Bossier, uh, brought to you by the Committee of 100 and KTBS Television. Remember to tell your friends and colleagues about the podcast. We'll have new content every other Wednesday morning. And for more information, you can check us out at goodtoknowsb.com. So have a great day, and let's all continue, like this gentleman, to make Shreveport Bossier the best it can be. And all of that is good to know. <laughs>